Athletics, 100.5 Jack FM, also streaming online, fmradio.com, and on the FM radio app as well. As Altamonte comes in, it's 104-1 on the season. And Carlisle, they also have one loss. They are 6-1 on this season. Last time out for Altamonte, it was a happy homecoming for them as they were victorious over South Central. 63-39 to was the final over the Cougars. And also picking up their first conference win in their first conference game of the season as well. So that's always a big plus. And the game started out a little slow for Altamont, except for Alec Yarhouse. As he had a couple of made three-pointers in the opening quarter to get the Indians going. And he had eight of the 12 first-quarter points for Altamont. And really there it was Altamont from there as they kind of took control there in the second and third quarters and kind of busted it open. Uh, from there, from that aspect. And Alec ended up finishing with 12 points. Kata Miller ended up finishing with a 16 to lead the way for Altamont in the points department. And the homecoming king, Aiden McManaway, he was also in double figures on a Friday with 10 points. So uh, we have a past homecoming and a homecoming weekend safely. And uh, we're back out of here tonight and on the road here in Carlisle, here in hostile territory here this evening at Carlisle High School. So... It was a pretty good game the last time out, though, Dominic. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pretty good game last time out for uh, for uh, Altamont, and uh, I know these two uh, these two teams played each other twice twice last year. They played each other at uh, at Altamont, and then they played each other played each other again in the uh, the regional semifinal up at the Nicomas. Altamont came out victorious uh, both both times, and uh, Carlisle, you know, having a better better year uh record wise so far i know last year they finished 8 23 this year they're six and one so far so they're definitely uh looking looking a lot a lot better uh you know record wise and uh definitely uh definitely saw you know uh saw some talent there in the, in the jv game that uh alamont alamont won in the winning 53 to 41 uh they're down 23 to 20 at halftime and uh they they come they uh, end up coming out in the second half and, and winning. And, uh, me and Travis believe that it's because we showed up right right. We showed up with two minutes left to go in the second quarter, and then they played better at half or in the second half. So we feel that we're you know the reason they did that is because we showed up. So. I mean it's got to be a more than just a coincidence, right? Uh, ever since uh, we showed up, they really put on the points and put on the afterburners there. Yeah, yeah, I mean they only the they only allowed they only allowed five points in the third third quarter. Yeah. So I mean it's something something. I mean so we feel that we're a good a good omen to our presence right. is uh, you know, definitely uh definitely worthwhile worthwhile being here. Uh, you know, Altamont definitely uh I, I feel like it's gonna be a, a good you know, good game, good game here tonight. Uh, Travis mentioned me off the air. Uh, the IHSA moves around the uh the class size stuff each year it seems like in, in, in basketball and uh i think this year for 1a 285 is uh is the cutoff for 1a so carlisle's got uh 300 300 kids it shows on the program so there'll be a small 2a school this year yeah. so this will be this will be the only time these two teams uh these two teams meet uh, i don't think there are any, any of our tournaments or anything together so they won't see them in the postseason but uh nonetheless i feel like it should be a a good game good game here here tonight um, so I do want to mention, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Carlisle's banners, banners over there. And I was there in 1995 when 
Car- Carlisle girls got runner-up. I was uh, I'm from T-Town. T-Town beat Carlisle by two points on last second, last second shot. And then two years later, '97, uh, Carlisle beat T-Town, so they ended up getting their revenge. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's my past uh, memories of uh, Carlisle T-Town girls uh, battles in the in the mid '90s. But uh, here tonight, we'll uh, we'll see both Indian Indian teams play and. Like Travis said, off the air, one is guaranteed that the Indians will win Absolutely. here tonight. Whether it be Alabama or Carlisle, we'll let you know. That's a big guarantee right there. And um, probably one of the reasons why you're seeing uh, such a good start to the season uh, for Carlisle is, yeah, they graduated uh, three seniors from that team, and that was 8-23. and 23. But uh, a lot of the team that is playing now and starting now were on the team. Yeah, they were, they were technically underclassmen. They only have one senior on the roster and he plays a lot josh runner he played a lot last year as well so you know yeah you have some youth but that youth had a lot of varsity experience yes, a season ago yes, and so that could be one of the reasons why you're seeing such a successful start and they're also tall as well four players are over six five and taller as one of those players matthew guthrie i remember last year he stands at six seven and he's going to be in the starting lineup and he that was as a sophomore last year and uh, so he's a junior this season expecting a lot out of him and uh, Carlisle is under a new regime here as uh, they uh, coach Palmer uh, was a legendary coach Andy Palmer he's a 2017 Hall of Fame induction in the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame and he uh, was here for 19 seasons and he retired after the end of last year and the program is in good hands because it's familiar hands as Maverick Taylor Someone was a fan of uh, Top Gun, I know, with the name of Maverick. For sure, but, for sure. But Maverick played for Coach Palmer uh, back in the day and was also the assistant coach for the past seven seasons under Coach Palmer. So uh, definitely one a great mentor to have, uh, learning under the learning tree of uh, Coach Palmer, a Hall of Famer there. And uh, Carlisle, the coach before, Coach Palmer spent 23 seasons here as their head coach. So only two head coaches in the long line of history since the 80s, really. So they have coaches, and they have coaches for a while. So uh, that's what I thought has been interesting about Carlisle. Uh, like we mentioned, they are off to that 6-1 and one strong start uh, to the year as their only loss has come to uh, Pinckneyville. And Pinckneyville, of course, is a great program. And you just mentioned Topolis in the 90s, but Pinckneyville lost in the super sectional to Topolis last year in the Carbondale Super Sectional. So, you know, that's a great uh, program uh, there as well. So not a bad loss, uh, to say the least, uh, there. And Carlisle kind of sandwiched this game with uh, Altamont in a big conference game on uh, Friday night against Trent Wesleyan. And uh, they're 10-0 on the season, our oh, Wesleyan. And uh, kind of Carlisle plays in a unique conference. Uh, it's a Keokia conference. And the uh, Keokia conference has, like, 18 teams in it. It's split between three divisions. As uh, you got the... Uh, Illinois division, which Carlisle plays in. Uh, you also uh, got the Mississippi and uh, Kaskaskia division as well spread through 18 schools uh, there from that aspect. So that's kind of uh, unique uh, there from that perspective uh, there. Uh, but some other names that you might recognize, uh, Hayden Hills, he was a starter from a year ago or played a lot as a sophomore. Uh, Reddick signing camp, he went off the bench and maybe floated into the lineup here and there last season uh, towards the end of it. But, uh, so uh, very familiar names that I'm seeing here on the roster uh, for Carlisle. 
quick broadcasting and schedule update. We have a game on a Thursday. It's been a girls game as they come back home as the girls just picked up a, another come from behind, a second half comeback last night against North Clay. And hopefully we can keep a good juju going because out my Lady Indians on a five-game winning streak right now. And so come out and support the ladies on a Thursday against County Eric Beach City in another pivotal conference game. And if you can't catch it, you can hear it on Jacket then, but also streaming on Huddle as well since it is a home game uh, there. Very cool thing that Altamont is doing uh, this season, so definitely uh, check it out there. And then we're off until next Tuesday for the boys as we do not have a game on Friday anymore as Oblong Powhut had to reschedule that game. And I see that we're ready here for the National Anthem, so we'll stop or step away for the National Anthem. And we'll be back in a few minutes. The National Anthem is brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. And we'll be back with a starting lineup and the tip-off of this game between Altma and Carlisle here this evening. It is actually, I thought that we had a little uh, check presentation uh, ceremony uh, before this. So maybe not quite ready uh, for the National Anthem. Maybe people jumped the gun uh, just a little bit. So uh, they are making that announcement. But that can allow me to elaborate a little bit more on a Friday. Uh, Auburn Powell had a scheduling conflict with a tournament. So uh, they're going to have to postpone that and reschedule it for January 16th. And that's kind of sandwiched between uh, road games for North Clay and Shelbyville. So uh, that's a little scheduling update uh, there. The no game on a Friday against OPH is going to be the next game after this one. It's going to be a rematch with the Casey Westfield Warriors, which is something that we're definitely uh, looking forward to uh, big time uh, next Tuesday. So uh, they're currently making that uh, ceremony. Uh, right now on the uh, floor, AD was telling me about that uh, earlier here before the uh, pregame, before we get going for the uh, National Anthem. But uh, like I said, we're going to step away for that uh, National Anthem brought to you by uh, Team Me Insurance Agency. And then we'll be back with the uh, tip-off of this one between Altamont and uh, Carlisle, the Battle of the Indians, coming up here in a few minutes after the uh, National Anthem. And you're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball here on Jack FN.
listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Here at U.S. Carlisle High School, it's a tonight's contest between uh, the Carlisle Indians and the Altamont Indians. They get the uh, starting five of first for the uh, visiting Altamont Indians in their road of black uniforms with orange numbers and white trim. They are going with the usual starting five. Number one, Alec Yarhouse. He's a five at ten, a senior coming off that a twelve-point performance on homecoming against the South Central. We'll see. What's in store for the ball club here tonight? Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a six-foot senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam. He's a six-four senior. Number 24, the homecoming king, Aiden McManaway, and he's a six-two as senior. Number 42, Akeda Miller, the man in the middle in the post. He's six-five and a senior. And again, that's Yarhouse, Eli Miller, Dylan Elam, McManaway, and Akeda Miller. A starter five for Coach John Niebergi and uh, Coach Trent Cool and uh, Brian Asuko as well. Carlisle looks like this. Number one, Jacob Rusher. He's a six-foot junior. Number three, Reddick Steinkamp. He's a six-five junior. Number four, Hayden Hills. He's a six-four junior. Number 15, Hunter Taylor. He's a six-six junior. And number 34, Matthew Guthrie. And he's a six-seven junior, the man in the post. Again, uh, that's Rusher, Steinkamp, Hills, Taylor and Guthrie to start at five before Carlisle as they're in their home white uniforms with purple numbers and a gold trim as it's the Battle of the Indians between the purple and gold, the Altamont, orange, and black. We are glad you are tuned in however you are doing so here this evening in which we a great contest here tonight with a pair of teams that are only one loss on the season, so uh, we're in for a, a good one, I feel like, tonight. It's going to be, be uh, Kata Miller going to be uh, tipping it off against uh, Matthew Guthrie, the uh, six seven uh, junior. A little bit of a two-inches size advantage for Guthrie, and he does win the tip-off. And so it'll be Carlisle starting off with the basketball. They're going left to right on your radio dial as uh, that tills with it. And they're going to give it up the top there to Rusher. Now the pass back over to uh, Taylor missed the jumper, no good. Guthrie with the rebound, his shot was no good, and rebounded by Kaden Miller. So a couple opportunities there for uh, Carlisle. They can't convert. Altamont will take over. They'll go in right to left on your radio dial here from our broadcast position on the stage. Elam backdoor cut at two Yarhouse. Yarhouse tried for the backdoor pass to Kaden Miller. Somehow finds it in the hands of McManaway. Now Elam with the wing three. It's off, no good. A long rebound goes out to Rusher. Both teams missing their first couple of attempts on their first possession. As they'll pass it over there in the corner. As that is Steinkamp. Steinkamp, 6-6, and also got some wingspan on him, too. As the ball was touched out of bounds, and it was off of Altamont. So it's there right here with Carlisle. 
Yeah, definitely has some wingspan on him. And as you mentioned, Travis, uh, everybody on Carlisle's starting lineup is six foot taller. So. Inbounds to Guthrie. Guthrie lays it up and in with a finger roll. So the first two points go to Guthrie and Carlisle leads 2 nothing. That was a nice inbounds pass there to find Guthrie underneath the basket. He just uh, rolled, it, rolled it right on in. And Eli Miller has it here in the right corner. Now over to McMahon away. He'll swing things over to at Yard House. He'll take off a screen there by McMahon away. Backdoor cut to Eli. Extra pass to Kata Miller off the glass. Kick it. It's a fall. And rebounded by Guthrie. Like the idea there. Just a miss. Yeah, just getting three good skills. Yeah, definitely. Great idea. Guthrie gives it back to the hills here on the right wing. and picks up a screen from Guthrie. Now they'll go over to a, a sign camp. Steinkamp goes out to uh, Guthrie, who's out here on the perimeter now. Guthrie trying to dribble against Kaden Miller, but good defense there as they give it back over to Steinkamp. He drives inside, puts up the shot. No good. Guthrie with a follow, though. Offensive board for Guthrie. He's got all four points for Carlisle. He leads 4 nothing. Eli quickly up to Kaden Miller. He's open for three, and he left it short. Elam there with a the follow, and he's wide open underneath, up and in. So Dylan Elam for Altamont's first two points. Nice job there by, by Dylan Ian to put that put that back up and in and get the out of the ball on the scoreboard. Yeah, if Guthrie doesn't respect Caden Miller's range, because he already said that Caden can't make those out there. And it's going to be knocked away by McManaway as they were trying to get it over to Hills, but it'll stay right here with Carlisle that went out off Altamont. Can't just say Indians tonight. No, you can't. Both teams are. Got to uh, be might, specific. Yeah, it might throw me off a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Inbound, almost stolen away, and it's going to be last touch by the nearest official. Didn't throw up a signal, so I guess it stays right here with Carlisle. So it will, as Rusher will be the one taking out over there on the far sideline. Inbound to Guthrie. It hit the rim, actually, and it goes into the hands of McManaway. Trying for the lob, but he's on the other side of the rim. And so McManaway has it here up top. Over to Eli. Eli here on the right side. As Eli looks to get off to Caden Miller. Caden with it, dribbling, and gives it off to McManaway. McManaway thought about dribbling inside, but dribbles back out. Top of the key. Direct a little traffic. And a nearly stolen away by Guthrie. And it finally is stolen away into the hands of Taylor. A turnover there on Altamont. And they go to a uh, cutting hills, miss the layup, and one rebound goes out to Yarhouse. So Yarhouse is the one going to bring it up. He gives it off to Elam. Elam directs a little bit of traffic. It's 4-2 to Carlisle here in the early going. 4.50 to go in the opening quarter. As Elam fakes the pass, goes inside, tries to go up and under. He's double-teamed now. Pass over to Manaway. He's open for three. Short. And rebound. It goes out to Rusher. No, these threes are falling so far. No, not at all. And it's going to be a miss by Steinkamp underneath, but he gets his own miss back and puts it back good for Steinkamp. And it's 6-2, Carlisle. Elam with it in between the circles. It's a screen from a Kaden Miller up top, and Guthrie switches out on him. Kaden Miller trying to get, take, take care of that mismatch, and they're going to call Kaden with a travel. And so it'll be a turnover back to Carlisle. Got turnovers so far for Alphamont. Al Yarhouse will uh, take a seat, and uh, KD, Caden Davis, will check in. Coming up about four minutes to go, uh, Carlisle leading 6-2. to two. Guthrie has it, and it's going to be a pass there to Taylor, and they get it across half court. Uh, Tills 
with it. Back to a Taylor. Taylor here on the left wing. Now passing back over there to Rusher. Rusher will drive on Davis and throws up the runner. No good. And rebounded by Kata Miller. He's going to run point. Look out from behind. And he picks it up. Gives it over to McManaway. Now Elam will reset. And it'll go over to Eli. Eli has it here on the short elbow on the right side. Over to Elam. He fakes. And he dribbles. Gets a screen by Kata Miller. And now Elam will just back it back out more towards center court. Only two points here in the early going for Altamont. Six to two they trail. Eli with the ball here at the top of the key. Backdoor cut to Elam. And they're going to call a foul on Carlisle. A blocking foul. So it'll just be out of bounds. Southmont. Fouls on number number one, Jacob Rusher. Uh, his first his first team course of the quarter. 319 to go in here in the opening quarter. Carlisle up six to two. And uh, Altamont inbounds it. Davis has it. It's a down low to Kata Miller. He's double teamed and puts it up, and it's off the glass. No good. And rebounded there by Vonderhaar, who checked in on the last dead ball. And now it's Hills getting across half court. Over to Guthrie. He's out here on the perimeter. Now they give it back over to uh, Hills. Hills over in the corner. Cross court pass. He'll swing things over to Vonderhaar on the left corner. He'll drive baseline and gets it over to Guthrie, and he'll put it up and in. Guthrie's got six of the eight points, and Coach Nieberge wants a timeout. He sees Altamont down 8-2 to two with 2.43 to go in the opening quarter, and we'll take a timeout as well. Be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Needs Basketball. Jack Evans. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here at UN Carlisle High School, as Coach John Eberge called that at T.O. As he sees Altamont down on the scoreboard here early on, 8-2. to 2.43 to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, Coach, uh, Coach realized, you know, Altamont down by, down by six and, uh, Guthrie's got uh, six of those eight points, so hopefully uh, calm the boys down and uh, get them get him back in the game here. They're uh, down by six. Been uh, hurting him on the boards. Six-seven, Guthrie. And they'll go over to uh, Davis. Davis has it here at the top of the circle. Now over to Caden Miller. Caden stops at the free throw line and gives it back off to Davis. Davis has it on the outside. It passes over to Elam. Elam here at the volleyball line, a little dribble, and look to do something with it. Crosses over, backdoor cut to Kata Miller, but forced it a little bit, and it's picked off by Russell. Third turnover for Aldemont, and Carlisle is out rebounding Aldemont 7-4. to four. And that's why they have their six-point lead on the board. Guthrie is over to a wide-open rusher. It was way off to the right all the way, and Rusher knew it, and uh, no one's going to touch it. So it'll just be out of bounds, Southmont on the air ball. Yeah, Russia, Russia knew as soon as, he, as soon as he shot that, it was, it was way off. And, uh, yeah, nothing but air on that one. And Elam will bring it up before the Altamont Indians. And uh, they'll go over to Eli. 
Eli dumps it down low to Caden Miller, puts it up underneath is good. Caden's first two points, and it's eight to four. Finally, Caden gets one of those shots underneath the underneath the fall. Guthrie almost had it knocked away from behind by McMahon away, and Coach Taylor, Maverick Taylor, calls the T.O. as uh, nearly a steal there, and so we'll try to steal a 30-second break as well. And you're listening now to my name's basketball. I'm Jack Evan. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Elam with a layup is off. No good as there was a turnover the other way and they're on a Carlisle. They were trying to dump it down low to Taylor. Just a wayward pass by Guthrie and Altamont picked it off and then Elam took the ball down the floor and almost got the end one shot to go, but I, Dylan will be out the free throw line for two shots here. Fouls on uh, Reddick Steinkamp for Carlisle, his first team second of the quarter. And Elam, free throw is off, no good. But he will get another opportunity. Out to Montreal's here, 8 to 4, 120 to go in the opening quarter in this one. As uh, Elam will be uh, shooting right in front of us here, up on the stage here at Carlisle, and makes the free throw. One for two there for Elam. And he's got three tonight. Out on trails by three, eight to five. Guthrie has it here in the backcourt. Carlisle still hasn't got it across. Now Steinkamp finally gets it across the timeline. Here comes the double team and a cross-court pass. They are now down low to Taylor. Taylor puts it up and in. As uh, Miller was trying for the block there, but just couldn't get it. Ten to five. That was a uh, nice passing there by Carlisle to get down low to Taylor. Manaway back to a cut to Elam. Finds Davis open for three. Back iron. Can't get up the ball. Tips around. And it's going to go into the hands of Rusher. 45 seconds to go in the first. As Rusher will get it across the timeline. Picked up by Davis. And a Rusher with it stops. Looking to get it inside. But they pass it back out over to the sign camp. Sign camp with it here on the right wing. Under 30 to go in the opening quarter. Crosses over Elam, and Steinkamp tries to break free, but gives it back over to Hills. Hills with it, trying to shake McMahon away. He puts up the short little hook shot. Good for Aiden Hills. And it's 12 to 5 with 12 to go in the first. Elam with it with eight seconds. Trying to pick up the screen from Miller. Finds it. Four seconds left. Elam hands off to Eli for three. And it banks it in. Three-pointer for Eli Miller, banked it in, and that's how you end the first quarter for Altamont. And that gives them some momentum going into the second quarter. They trail 12-8. That's Altamont. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball. Jack of them. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 
1-800-926-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Carlisle High School. Start of the uh, second quarter. Altamont will have the ball. And Eli Miller faked in a three to close out the first quarter. And Eli has the basketball. Now he spins around, puts up a shot. No, but Caden Miller pulls down the rebound. Pass over in the corner to Elon for three again. And it's good. Count the basket, the three-point basket, and there was a foul underneath as well. They'll count the three-pointer, and it will head the other way. As you can tell who that foul was on, but they counted the three-pointer on for Elon, so Altamont trails by one, and they gave it to uh, Kaden Miller there. That's his first. That's his first team's uh, first of the quarter. And they counted the Elon a three, so it's 12 to 11 now. And Elam's got six. So uh, Taylor will hand things off to a sign camp. He drives, floaters way off in your house with a rebound and checks back in on the quarter break. Alec has it here onto the right wing. And now he stops and gives it off to McManaway. Now Eli with it. And McManaway takes the tumble there. Elam with it. Back over to Eli. A little bit of a low pass goes through his legs, but... Keeps the dribble over to Yarhouse in the corner for three. Short. And rebounded by Steinkamp. So back-to-back threes here for Altamont. One in the quarter. And then uh, now Elam with it. Now the Indians of Altamont trail by one. And they're called a five-second violation on Hills. He was dribbling it too much as the man away was all over him. And a turnover to Altamont. We got the uh, third turnover for Carlisle. We got each team with three turnovers. Uh, Alamont still getting out rebounded by Carlisle, nine to six. Kate Millville checks in on four Altamont, and I think that was uh, Eli Miller who sat down. And McManaway with it gives out to uh, Melville. Melville with it over to Elam. A little fake now over to Yarhouse here on the right side. Yarhouse tries to do something with it. Now he'll pick it up and a little bit of trouble gives out to Elam. Extra pass to Kata Miller. Low pass, but he somehow gets it and gathers, and it's no good. And they're going to say a uh, last touch by Carlisle. So it stays right here with Altamont, though. That was a nice job there down low by by Caden Miller. He was uh, surrounded on both sides to try to get that shot, shot up there. And bounce to Elam. Back door to Kata Miller. Puts up. Spin around. A layup is good for Kata Miller. The second basket, and Altamont takes the lead, 13-12. First lead of the game here for the Altamont Indians. Yeah. So, Hills with it. Started closely by McManaway. Backdoor cut. Now they'll go over to a sign camp. He's open initially for three, but nice recovery. And then we dump it down low to Taylor. Taylor puts it up. No good, but he is fouled. So, Hunter Taylor will go to the foul line for two shots. 
Foul's on number 21, Dylan Elam. That's his first team second of the quarter. So Taylor will be at the line to maybe give Carlisle the lead back. Free throw is good. Maybe it rolled off. They rolled off. Must have. I thought it was good as well. So McMahon away, he'll take a seat, and Eli Miller will come back in. So no free throw. It rolled off. And that one was good. That was nothing but that. And we're tied at 13. As we got Eli with it. And it's going to go over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbling it. Almost lost it. And gives it off to Eli in between the circles. As Eli dribbles here. And they were looking back door, But they gave it down low to Kata Miller again. Puts it up and in. Off the glass for Kata Miller. He's got six, and Altamont regains the lead back, 15-13. Kind of what I expected, Travis, a, a back-and-forth back and game between Altamont and Carlisle. Absolutely. And it's going to get another five-second violation on Hills. And uh, so a five-second closely guarded, and they're going to get a turnover back to Altamont. Second time tonight, and I'm pretty sure the first one went on Hills, too. I believe you're right. I believe it was. So, Our house will take a seat on the bench, and Davis will check back in for Altamont. 5-15 to go here in the second. Altamont now leading by 2-15-13. Elam with it here on the right wing. And they're looking to do something with it. Dylan dribbles. He lost his footing and slips and in the hands of Guthrie after he lost the ball, and they're going to call a foul there on Altamont. But that foul is going to be on number 14, Eli Miller, his first team third of the quarter. And a rusher will look to get an inbound in the corner there to Hill, but it's knocked away by Davis. So it'll stay right here with Carlisle on the deflection. So it'll be a rusher with it here on the sidelines. They'll get it in easily to a Taylor. They're looking to get it in the post to Guthrie, but it was denied. Now Taylor still has it, spins around and gives it off to Hills. Now, actually, that was Hills. Hills with it, gives it back over to Taylor. Taylor will fire a three-pointer, no good, and it tips around, and Kata Miller pulls down the board. As Altamont has it up by two here. Elam with it, shakes a couple of defenders, hands off to Eli Miller. Eli dribbles over to Davis with a little head fake. Finds Elam in the corner for three. In and out, no good. And Millville almost got the rebound, but it goes in the hands of Rusher. Thought that one was going in from Dylan Elam. Yeah, it looks good, but didn't fall. Taylor over to Hills. Hills with it here on the perimeter. Now over to Rusher. Back to Hills. Coming up on four minutes to go in the half. Taylor dribbles to his left. Puts it up, and it's going to be a good contest. No foul, and Somehow Carlisle's going to get it back. And with the chaos, it's going to be Guthrie. A left-handed hook is good for the big fella. Guthrie's got eight, and we're tied at 15. As Elam with it with 3.40 to go. All tied up now. Millville with it in the right corner. He'll dribble. Gives it off to Davis. Davis hands off to Eli Miller. He drives to the hole. Layup was short and rebounded by Hills. 
hit the front of the rim there on that. Yeah, it did. As Taylor hops up in the lane, puts it up, and it's good. And that's going to be a, a T.O. T.O. for Coach Niebury, I believe, is the one who called that. And uh, so uh, we'll take a timeout as well. As Carlisle takes the lead, 17-15. We'll be back at 30. You're listening to Outline Indian Basketball on Jack Event. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Carlisle High School. It's Carlisle now with the lead, 17-15. And Altamont with the basketball. Ben Radel checked in for Kata Miller who took a seat on that timeout. Eli has it and a little miscommunication with him and Davis. Davis is cut into the rim, but the pass just stayed right there on the outside. So it'll be a turnover. To Carlisle. Fifth turnover for Alamont. Alamont's got five. Carlisle's got four. Yarhouse will come back in, and Elam will be the one taking a seat, and also Waterhar checks back in for Carlisle as Taylor took a seat. It's Sign Camp with the basketball. He goes all the way to the rim, and he puts it up, and he's going to be fouled. And so it's going to be a free throw on the way of for Reddick Sign Camp. Strike that foul on number 30, Ben Radel, his first, team's fourth of the quarter. Oh, Ben tried to dunk it in the JV game on a breakaway. Slipped out of his hands. Picked uh, up a foul there. And uh, Steinkamp made the free throw, so that makes the 18-15 Carlisle with the lead. And Rusher also checks back into the game. And a two-for-two there for Steinkamp. And it's 19-15 Carlisle back up by four. As McManaway has it at the free throw line over to Eli Miller. Here comes the double team, and they're going to call a foul on Carlisle, reaching in there, trying to tie up Eli. Foul's on number, number 40, uh, Josh Vonderhaar. Carlisle, his first, he's first in the quarter. Eli will inbound it right in front of us, and it nearly picked off, but Davis gets it over to McManaway here on the left wing. Now McManaway drives on Hills. And McManaway picks up his dribble over to Yarhouse up top. 2.20 to go in the second quarter. Osmond down by four. Davis for three. In and out, no good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Hills. Pokes away from behind by McManaway, but Hills gets it back. And he gets it across the timeline. And Hills picks up his dribble. Is in a little bit of trouble. Looking for some help. And there's going to be a timeout. By Coach Taylor, bails out Carlisle there. As Hills was trapped a little bit there. So, Coach Taylor takes the uh, quick timeout, and we'll take a quick timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Outline Indian Basketball. Jack it in. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Back to uh, Carlisle High School as uh, the officials granted Coach Taylor the uh, timeout to preserve the possession for Carlisle as those was a little in a little bit of trouble there. So Carlisle maintains it. Yeah, he was in a little trouble there. He, uh, as they as they called that timeout, he, uh, he tried to pass it off to uh, Mike Steinkamp. Maybe he threw it out of bounds, but the timeout saved him. And it's going to be uh, all a strong drive to the rim by Steinkamp. He didn't get the layup to fall, but he was fouled on his way. So he'll be shooting free throws, and we'll be shooting free throws anyways because that's the fifth personal announcement on the quarter. That is, and it's on Caden uh, Miller. That's his second, team's fifth of the quarter. He just checked back in on the timeout, and that's a guy probably you don't want to pick up two fouls for Altamont. Definitely not. Steinkamp made the free throw, so... They get another one, and Carlisle leads by a five now, 20 to 15, under two to go. And Davis and Kaden Miller will check out, and Radel comes back in, as well as Eli Miller came back in, or Elon came back in on the last one. Made the free throw for a Taylor, so it's 21 to 15. Eli has it. Here on the right side. Now Eli dribbles here on the perimeter, gives it, and hands it off to McManaway. McManaway. With the ball here over to Elam. Elam directing traffic. And Elam dribbles here on the perimeter, trying to back down his defender. Spinning around and trying to go up and under. Puts it up off the rim and rebounded by Taylor. Allen with Radel there for the rebound, but it's won by Taylor. He has the basketball. He dribbles around. He stops and pops from the free throw line. And it's going to be two shots coming up for Taylor. As he was fouled on the jump shot. The fouls on number 14, Eli Miller. That's his second. That's another other guy. I don't want to pick up uh, two fouls. But he has none less. And a free throw was a short there by Taylor. And stuff coming in uh, for Carlisle as Rusher takes the seat and Brady Gustafsson comes in for the first time, the sophomore. In and out, no good. So Taylor is 0 for 2 and rebounded by Elam. Altamont still trails by 6. Eli in transition, steps into a 3. It's off and rebounded by Taylor. Coming up on a minute to go in the half. Poked away from behind by McManaway. And they're going to say it's off of Aiden. So will stay right here with Carlisle. Nice effort there by, by McManaway. So it'll be exactly a minute to go in the half. They get a bounce to Guthrie. Guthrie gets it back there to a Steinkamp. Steinkamp thought about pulling the trigger, but maybe heard Coach Taylor telling him not to do that. Step back three now anyways from Steinkamp, and it takes a couple bounces, and it falls off. And it took every bounce, hit every part of the rim, and finally we made away, grabbed the rebound, and I call a foul on Carlisle, reaching in. 
Crowd's going to be on uh, number 15, Taylor. That's his first team second of the quarter. Taylor will take a seat, and Vonderhaar will check back in. 46.2 left. Again, Altamont trails by six. 15 points so far for Altamont. And it's going to be Eli, or Elam getting across half court line. It's off to a Radel. Radel has it here at the top of the circle. He picked it up, gives it off to a McManaway. 25 seconds left. McManaway with it. Radel was floated into the rim, but they didn't find him. Over to Elam. Elam spinning her around, gets a couple guys up in the air, and the shot was short, and it's rebounded by Guthrie. He lost it on the dribble, and he has to save it over to Hill. Nine seconds left. Hills dribbling to his left, and McManaway picks him up there all over him. Hills shakes him just a little bit to the left. Two seconds left. Down low to Guthrie. Guthrie puts it up, and it's good. Well, that's an exclamation point for Carlisle as Guthrie picks up his 10th point. 6-7 Matthew Guthrie with another layup. He's got 10 of the 23 for Carlisle, and Altamont is in some trouble here at halftime. They are trailing here 23-15 to at the half. So we'll be back in a few minutes to uh, calculate the first half statistics as well as we might try to track down a score or two. And I would say that. Can't guarantee that I'll find anything. Uh, but I do have a couple of other games going on of notes around the area that I'm going to try to track down scores from. Here it's 23-15, Carlisle with the lead at halftime. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont and East Basketball. You're on Jack of them. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? 
When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Matthew Guthrie show for Carlisle has put on a lot of rebounds and has put 10 points on the board as well, including that last bucket there to give Carlisle the largest lead that they have had so far. Altamont has had the lead very shortly as they led a little bit as there's been three lead changes and two ties, but Carlisle took control there in that second quarter to kind of put a little bit of a cushion between themselves and Altamont and uh, Eli Miller and uh, Kata Miller are both in foul trouble with two fouls so far. And even more that uh, Guthrie has the uh, two-inch height advantage on uh, Kaden, but when he's not on the floor, uh, the tallest guy on the floor for Altamont, it's a little bit easier there for uh, Guthrie uh, down low, and he's having a good game uh, so far. And it probably would be a good game uh, for him being at 6 7 uh, there, and uh, so that's where we stand uh, here at halftime, Dominic. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is, and uh, I can tell you some some of the differences. One is uh, rebounding. Carlisle's out rebounded Altamont fourteen to seven, and uh, yeah. fouls. Uh, Altamont's got six fouls overall. Uh, Carlisle has four, but Carlisle's been to the free throw free throw line four times. Altamont's been to the free throw line once. So there's a couple couple big differences yeah, right, definitely. Right, right there. Uh, turnovers are pretty even. I got Altamont for five, Carlisle for four. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at some other stats here. First of all, for Carlisle, uh, Jake Crusher, he's 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-point range. Uh, Reddick Steinkamp, he's 1 for 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range. He's 4 for 4 from the uh, free throw line with uh, six points. Uh, Hills is uh, one for two from the field with two points. Justin played has not scored. Uh, Taylor, he's two for five from the field, 0 for one from the three point range. He's one for four from the free throw line. He's got five points. And uh, the big guy down low, Max Guthrie, he's five for six from the field, being all scores with uh, with ten points and. Uh, Carlisle is 9 of 19 from the field, 47%, over 3 from 3-point range, and 5 for 8 from the free throw line for 62.5% for uh, 
score out to my Alec Yarhouse, 0 for 1 from three-point range. Caden Davis, 0 for 2 from three-point range. Eli Miller, 0 for 2 from the field. 1 for 2 from three-point range. Dylan Elam, 1 for 4 from the field and 1 for 2 from three-point range. He's also 1 for 2 from the free-throw line. Aiden McManaway is 0 for 1 from three-point range. And the big guy down below for Alvamont Indians, he's uh, Caden Miller. He's uh, three for six, three for six from the field. He has uh, he's got six points. He's over one from three uh, three point line. He's got two fouls as is Eli Miller. As a team, uh, he's got a team Alvamont four for twelve, four for twelve from the field, two for nine from the three point range. 22% and one for two from the free throw line. So uh, definitely, definitely getting out rebounded and uh, having made made trips, made trips to the free throw line as uh, as Carlisle has and uh, getting uh, getting out, you know, you know, kind of outdone in every every category so far tonight, Travis. And uh, you know, I know, like like you said in the pregame, all these guys were, uh, you know. Playing JV and varsity, varsity last year, um, but now you know they're still, you know, underclassmen as, as juniors. They only got one senior on the teams, but you know they do have a lot of varsity experience and a lot of height, and uh, that definitely, that, I think that's definitely helped them, helped them out here uh, so far tonight and so far this season as their six and one record, uh, six and one record shows it. So uh, yeah, I can definitely see why. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Um, yeah, Altamont's got a tough. Uh, I mean, they're only they're only down eight eight here. You know, it's, it's not like it's over by by any means. But they definitely need to uh, you know do do some different things. Get get back get back into back in the game. I know they had uh, this couple. Carl got called for a couple five second calls there in the, in the first half. So definitely yeah, get some more of those. You know, be in yeah, Altamont's favor. But uh, okay. yeah. Just, uh, Tell you what, Alcon needs to do. They need to pull Alcon Lady Indians. They've had two straight games where they've had a good or great third quarters and a spark second half comeback. So, need to talk to Coach Carr and the Lady Indians and see what they say at halftime and pull out some of their tricks. And hopefully, the boys will do exactly what Alcon's done against Nakomis and North Clay last night on the girls' side. Yeah, some other scores from around the area over in FEM tonight. Topless was leading the Hearts after one quarter of play, 21-9. to And at halftime at St. Anthony at the Inlow Center, there's a big one over there with Newton and St. Anthony matching up. And St. A currently has the lead 25-18 at the half. Last report oh, wow. there. Here at halftime is Carlisle, 23-15 to over Altamont. And they'll start off with a basketball. Starters out there on the floor for Carlisle. That's Guthrie, that's Taylor. Uh, Steinkamp, who missed that shot, and rebounded by Kaden Miller, and also Hills in there as well for Carlisle. We're going right to left, and Altamont is going left to right on your radio dial to start the half. Starters out there as well for McManoray. Yes, the layup to go, and he got it through contact as well. Count the basket and the foul for McManoray's first points of the night, and Altamont gets on the board here, and uh, now uh, they uh, trail. 23 to 17. Fouls on uh, Max Guthrie, his first, team's first of the quarter for Carlisle. And so McManway's and one free throws good. 
got three points now. And it's 23 to 18 now. Maybe that's a little uh, kickstart out of needs here. I pass for Guthrie, but a Carlisle has it. Started off around the floor for Altamont. Eli Miller, Kata Miller, Elam, Yarhouse, and McManaway. As it is a sign camp with it. Backdoor cut. The rusher layup off the glass and in. It's good for rusher. His first two. Carlisle takes a 25-18 lead. That was a nice backdoor cut there. Past the rusher. Just laid it up and in. Eli Miller will fire a three-pointer. In and out. Wow. No good. And a battle for the rebound. It's still loose. And it's going to be a jump ball. As both Miller and Taylor are diving for it. Stays right here with Altamont, though. Nice effort there by uh, by Caden Miller, uh, by Caden by, by both teams there to uh, try to get that ball. So uh, both players, Taylor and Miller, got some uh, perspiration on the floor, so we'll wipe that up and make sure no one uh, slips. So we'll get that wiped up with a couple of towels and toss them back to the Altamont ditch. Be ready to go. Safety first, driver. Absolutely, one hundred percent. As Elam with it, he'll dribble to his left and drive baseline, and he walks it out of bounds, but they're going to stay as off of Taylor. So it stays right here with Altamont. It almost looked like he tried to pass it there. Yeah. The floor just went off Taylor's foot. So it'll be inbounded there on the baseline, tight sidelines on the baseline. As they inbound it there to Elam, he tries to go up and under and finds Yarhouse in the right corner. And Yarhouse is now dribbling with it here, and just inside the arc, hands it back off to McManaway. McManaway with it here on the perimeter, trying to cross over his defender. Gives it off to Eli. Eli will drive, and he almost gets taken away, but takes it right back, and Eli stuck it up and in. And Eli's fifth point, and Altamont trails by five. 6.30 to go in the third. As Guthrie gets it, and he'll pass over there to Hills. Hills with it, takes it up, back over to Guthrie. Guthrie here on the right wing. Trying to do something with it. And now he backs it back out here towards top corner. They're trying to set up a post play to Taylor. And it'll say it's off of Taylor. And it'll be out of bounds south of Nice, uh, Nice defensive effort, effort there by, by Altamont. That pass went to uh, Taylor. And he just basically fumbled with it as he's going out of bounds. Him and McManaway were uh, posting up against each other. Eli will drive, and he'll kick it back out into Yarhouse for three. It's off, no good. Takes a high bounce off the rim and snatched up by Taylor. And the Taylor has it here in the front court for Carlisle. Pick up a screen from a Guthrie. Taylor goes up against Caden Miller, and it's no good, and Caden pulls down the board. So McManaway will bring it across the timeline again. Altamont trailing by five here. 5.35 to go here in the third. Manaway. Manaway all the way to the hole. That's the layup just a tad short. And they're going to get a, a jump ball. As I don't really think anyone was really possessing that ball, but they called it a jump and uh, forces the arrow to Carlisle. Uh, Vonderhaar checked in there on that uh, dead ball, and uh, uh, Taylor checks out. And a little backcourt pressure applied, but Carlisle breaks it. Guthrie has it. He thought about a 7 to a 3. Blows by Miller. Puts it up. Layup. It's no good. And rebounded by Kata Miller, who's falling to the floor. He gets called for the travel. And he's trying to step around people as well as he fell to the ground. And so I think Guthrie almost was going to go for the dunk there, but a little too far away from the rim. 
and ultimately Carlisle will maintain possession. After the travel by Kata Miller, get into a Hills. Hills will drive strong to the hole. It's off no good and pulled down by Yarhouse. Up outlet pass to Kata Miller. Layup is good. Didn't even use the glass. Kata Miller with eight. Now out to my trails by just three. On a 7-0 run here to start off the third quarter. That's Rusher with the right side. He spins around, and it's going to be tipped and intercepted. Eli has it. Eli running it over to Caden Miller, and he's going to get called for the travel. Oh, man, he was going wow. to the rim. The layup was good, but Caden's going to get called for the travel. Yep, Coach Siever, you want an explanation, and uh, that definitely doesn't like the call. No, not at all. I would have cut it to a one-point game, but nonetheless, it's going to be a Guthrie. With it over to Vonderhaar here on the right wing. Vonderhaar back to back out. Caden's going to go out there to guard him. Vonderhaar dribbles to his right, taken away by Eli into the hands of Caden Miller. Another turnover by Carlisle. Elam here in the front court. Goes right around Guthrie. Layup is good for Elam. And now Altamont trails by one. 25-24. And now Coach Maverick Taylor wants a timeout for Carlisle. Altamont trails by one. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. And you're listening now to my Indians basketball. I'm Jack of M. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Altamont with a 9-2 run to start off this third quarter. They're back in it. They only trail by one now, 25-24. And coach, fourth coach Taylor, to call the T.O. for Carlisle. They are staying off the air. Something in the water here in Altamont. Third quarters is the quarters for the Indians. It doesn't matter if it's boys or girls. Well, let's... Uh... The yelled out of my boys are keeping that uh, keeping that streak alive here. They're on a nine to two run here in the uh, third quarter with uh, four twelve up the O only down by by one point here to Carlisle. Whole new ball game here in the third coming up on four minutes to go in the quarter. Carlisle will have the basketball. They easily get into the half court as Rusher here has it. Now over two Hills, over to a Stein Camp. Stein Camp in the corner to a Taylor. Back out to a Stein Camp. As Rusher as here on the right wing, cross for a pass to a sign camp. Back over to Rusher, three-pointer. That'll quiet the momentum. Good for Rusher, three-pointer. And it's 28-24. It's Rusher's fifth point of the night. And it breaks that 9-2 run. As Eli goes, a strong post move. Can't get the layup to fall and rebounded by Guthrie. Guthrie over to... Hills, Hills over in the corner to Rusher. Just made that three-pointer a few seconds ago. And then over to a sign camp here on the left wing and trying to cross over Elam, but Dylan's staying right there. And it's going to be a layup no good, and it's going to be rebounded by Kata Miller. Elam was all over. Stein camp there. McManaway 
He'll drive. He'll hand it back off to Eli. Eli dribbles inside and goes back out over to a Davis who checks back in in the break. And Eli down low to Akita Miller. Low pass as he never had it cleanly and it's still loose as the whistle still has him blown. So Taylor has possession of the ball. Both teams on the ground, but uh, officials let him play. Yes, they did. Taylor crosses over Eli Miller. Taylor goes all the way to the hole. Count the basket and the foul. For Hunter Taylor. That's a big shot right there. Definitely was. As out of the line for the and one, as that'll put up Carlisle up 30 to 24. That foul's on uh, number 14, Eli Miller. That's his third team's first of the quarter. Ben Radel will check in, and so will Caden Millville. And both Millers will take a seat as Eli and Caden will head to the bench. Now, all of a sudden, Carlisle with a 5 0 run. Now, in and out, no good, so it stays a 5 0 run. Rebounded by Radel. Melville the other way, he puts it up, and he's going to get called for too many steps that time. Or maybe that's a foul, actually. They got a foul on Carlisle. Did he make the basket, too? Nope, I think he's just, uh, I think he's just made foul. Just a common foul. Foul's the number one, Jacob Rusher, his second team's, uh, team's second on the quarter. Melville was in the act of shooting, so he'll get free throws coming in, makes it. Eight first points tonight. And Altamont trails by five, 30 to 25, at 229 to go in the third. That is a Millville with a second free throw. Also good. Two for two there for Millville and 30 to 26. Altamont trails by four. 225 to go in the third. It's a Guthrie with it. He's spinning around and gets up top in between the circles to Taylor trying to cross over Elam and it's going to be a jump shot. Is short off the front of the rim and it was off of Carlisle they say and so it'll be Altamont ball. Two twelve to go here in the third. Altamont trails by four. As they were down by eight at the half so they cut the deficit in half. Elam with it, he spins around in the lane, and there's going to be a foul on Carlisle on the floor. So it'll just be an out-of-bounds here play for Altamont. That foul's on number 15, Taylor, his, uh, his second team's third of the quarter. As Melville will get it in, and uh, they'll get it in to Elam, and Carlisle will pick up another foul on the inbound. Another foul on Taylor. That's wow. the third team score for the quarter. Two fouls in a matter of five seconds. Yeah. Kata Miller comes back in. Yarhouse will check back in. McManaway and Radel will take a seat. So four team fouls now on Carlisle here in the third, but we got two minutes to go in the third. Elam easily gets it in at two of Millville. Millville has it here on the right side. He'll dribble and stop and give it back up to Elam. Elam, what they hear at the free throw line. Pass in the post to Kaden Miller, and it's going to be a fadeaway jump shot off and rebounded by Guthrie. Minute 40 to go in the third. Hills is going to be the one to bring in across half court, picked up by Yarhouse on the defensive end. Guthrie with it here on the left wing, and it's going to be knocked away by Elam. And so it's going to stay right here with Carlisle. Nice job there by Elam. Try to uh, try to intercept that pass and it was coming our way, too. It was. As Rusher gets it in and quickly there to Hills. Hills will drive. And a pass, extra pass on the perimeter side camp. He'll drive inside, and the layup is good. 
off the glass for sign camp. He's got eight. And it's 32-26. Elam quickly out of the way. Can't get the layup to fall. And Guthrie is going to come down with the board. So now all of a sudden, Carlisle leads by six. A minute to go in the third. And they get it to a Guthrie here on the right wing, trying to take Caden Miller, trying to back him down. Lefty hook is good. Got that down pat for Guthrie. He's got 12, 34-26. Went about 45 seconds to go. Elam nearly lost it, but he gets it back. They dump it down low to Caden Miller in the post. He's triple team, tried to pass it back out, and it was tipped and intercepted by Carlisle. Turnover there for Altamont. And it's Taylor with it up top. 30 seconds left. Taylor falls to the ground, and Caden Miller picks it up. Gives it off to Yarhouse, running in transition. Let's Guthrie go by, but still nice recovery. And Guthrie still ends up with a block. As Yarhouse tried to shake him, but Guthrie recovered quicker than Alex would have realized then. Still picked up the block. 12 seconds to go. Guthrie over to Taylor. He jumps down low to Hill. Back over to Taylor. He'll drive baseline. He'll put it up off the glass and in for Taylor. And that's going to do it for the third quarter. So Altman, they had it down to one. Now it's back to ten, the largest lead of the night for Carlisle after they lead here after three quarters of play. It's 36-26. Back in a minute, you're listening to Altman. He's basketball. Jack of in. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the fourth quarter as Altamont with the ball as now they trail by 10 points to start the fourth quarter. As McManaway will have it here in the right corner. As he'll back everybody away and isolate. He'll spin around and he'll fake and back out to Eli Miller for three. In and out, no good. Rebound by Kata Miller. He'll go back up with it. It's no good. He pulls down an offensive board and they're going to call a foul on a Carlisle on the floor. Should be a common foul for Altamont. It'll be out of bounds for them. As they'll quickly get it in, and Eli Miller will fire a three-pointer. Good for Eli. Second three of the night. Nice shot by Eli. That foul was on Jacob Brush of Carlisle. That's his third, he's first in the quarter. Outline down by seven. As it's Guthrie with it. Now over to a rusher here on the right wing. They'll get a screen from Guthrie, and it's rusher back out to Taylor. Taylor thought about dribbling and gives it back off to Guthrie here at the free throw line. Back to a Taylor. 
Taylor dribbles to his right side and is going to be a, a tip out. And last touch, Aaron Say is off of Eli, but they also stay right here with Carlisle. And so Carlisle will inbound it, and it's going to be stolen anyway by uh, Eli. And then Taylor immediately trips Eli Miller, and Eli took exception to that trip. And so that'll be a foul on Taylor. For sure, he took exception to that. That's Taylor's uh, fourth foul, Carlisle's second quarter. So Taylor will take a seat, and Vonderhaar will check back in. <laughs> Taylor was going to sit on the bench and moved McMahon away. Basically, kind of pushed him a little bit there so he gets it down. Millville with a basketball here up top, and uh, Millville with it gives it back up top to Eli. Off on trails there, 36-29. Eli with it, trying to do something with it, and he dribbles to his left, and he'll pick it up. Finds Melville here on the right wing. Melville spins around, and he picked it up. They'll try to dump it down low to Elam. Elam back out, out to McManway for three. Can't get it to fall, and it's going to be tipped, and it's going to be into the hands of Guthrie. Elam almost went over and back on that. As Hills with it. Crosses over and picked off. Pickpock by McManaway. And he's going to be layup is no good. There's going to be free throws coming for McManaway as he picks the pocket of Carlisle. And McManaway is going to be shooting too. As Coach Taylor and the Carlisle bench reacts, thinking it should just be on the floor. A foul's on the number four kills. That's his first cause, third of the quarter. McManaway's free throw is good. And so now it's a six-point game again. Altamont Trails 36-30. Millville will take a seed. and Annie Arhouse will come back in. McManaway, second free throw. Upcoming. And it's up, and it's good. Two for two there for McManaway. He's got five, and the deficit is five. Six minutes to go in the game. As it tills with it, he goes strong to the hole and puts it up. Can't get it to fall, but Vonderhaar is there for the offensive rebound. Vonderhaar have it here on the left wing. And now he'll dribble and hand it off to a Steinkamp. Steinkamp with it. Picking up a screen there by Vonderhaar. Steinkamp dribbles to his left, crosses over to his right, out to Rusher for three. Good. That's a high-arcing shot. Rusher is another three for him. And now it's 39-31. Elam with it. He's wide open for three. Splashes it home in the corner. Elam with his first made three. And there's a timeout by Coach Niebergi. So, Altamont trails by five here, 39-34. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. And let's see now it's my Indian basketball jack of him. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. 
This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Go back here to uh, Carlisle High School. Five-point game as Altamont trails here. 39-34. 5.23 remaining. As it'll be uh, Carlisle with the basketball. As Kata Miller checked back in on that last uh, dead ball. They'll get it in uh, to Hills. And to give it back to a Guthrie, and he'll be the one to bring it up the floor, the 6'7 junior. will be picked up by Kata Miller, and Guthrie gets it across the timeline. As the Guthrie has it in between the circles, now over to Vonderhaar. Now Vonderhaar picks up the screen there by Guthrie and switches. So Eli switches on Guthrie. As Rusher has it, and they finally get the switch back off. Now it's going to be... Hills had it knocked away from behind by McManaway, but Hills tracks it back down, down low to Guthrie. Guthrie shakes off a couple of defenders, and it was blocked and affected by Kata Miller. Still loose, and the ball is on the floor, and they're going to call a tie-up, and it stays right here with Carlisle. And a mad dash, mad scramble for the basketball. I almost said the football. Uh, that's kind of what it's been like. Yeah, physicality. As Rusher will get in right here in front of us. And it's going to be miscommunication, high pass, but it's going to be uh, tracked down by Steinkamp at nearly a half four. Steinkamp with it. He'll go all the way to the rim. And they're going to call a foul on Caden Miller. Caden can't believe it. And neither can Coach Niebergy as well. Caden Miller's third, first of the first of the quarter for Babylon Indians. So, Steinkamp will go to the line. Third time tonight. Made the free throw good. He's got nine points in the game, and the lead is 40-34. to 4.35 to go in the game. Carlisle on top. Trying to add it to their lead, and it's good. Got 10, and it's a seven-point game. As Elam with it tries to cross over Vonderhaar. And now they throw the switch on, and Elam picks it up just inside the arc. He hands off to McManaway. McManaway dribbles. He'll try to go baseline and pick it up as here comes the double team. And McManaway's going to try to find Yarhouse, but picked off by Rusher. Over to Guthrie. Guthrie tries for the slam. No good. Uh, Side camp there for the follow. Good. Nine-point game. 43-34, Carlisle. Yarhouse tries to respond with a corner three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Rusher. And Altamont will just tie him up there, and they'll call a foul. Eli and Caden were both in the area. We'll see who it goes on. They're going to give it to Eli. Under four to go as the game's starting to get sideways here. As Vonderhaar will take a seat, and uh, Taylor came back in. He's the one who receives the pass, so immediately gives it to Guthrie. Bring it up. Now I'll give it over to Taylor here on the right side. Now it's Taylor moving to the hole. Pass to uh, Hills. It's going to be no good, but there's a foul. And a couple of Indians in the area of Altamont. And it'll be free throws coming for our Hills. Foul's on uh, number 24, Aiden Manaway of Altamont. That's his first uh, Altamont's third of the quarter. And the free throw's off by Hills. 
and a Davis will check in uh, for Eli Miller, and a Millville will also check in, and he'll come in for McManaway. 3.43 to go, and it's a nine-point game. Carlisle trying to push it with double digits. And free throws up, and that one's better. Good up for Hills. One for two there. It's a 10-point game. Altamont trails here. 44-34. 3.35 to go in the game. Elam with it here out towards the Carlisle Indian logo. And gets a screen from Caden Elam for three. Back iron can't get it to fall. Right for the rebound, and it's going to track down by Elam again. He gets his own miss. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will try to drive baseline. He puts it up, and might have been a shot affected, and the loose ball is going to go to Carlisle. As it's going to go into the hands of a Steinkamp. Steinkamp drives, and there's going to be a reach on Altamont. And so that's the fourth foul, so one more, and Carlisle will be in the bonus. That was on number five, Caden Davis of Alamont. Low pass for uh, Guthrie, and it's going to be out of bounds. And it stays off of Yarhouse, I think. Yarhouse and Miller are both fighting for it. And so it'll stay right here with Carlisle. Under a three to go, just one tick. Under a three to go. Melville and Davis will check out, and Eli and McManoel will come back in. So the rusher will be inbounding just in front of our position here in the stage. And they get in to Steinkamp. Steinkamp will back things out. See the screen there by Taylor. And now lost the dribble and intercepted by Yarhouse. Yarhouse picks it up and gives it off to Eli. Eli Miller drives and he's in the post. Back out to Yarhouse. is over for three. Can't get the fall. And rebounded by Steinkamp. That's rusher. And a 2.30 to go. Still out from Montreal's by 10. Rusher, cross-court pass. Now extra pass to Hills for three. Splashes at home. Might be the dagger right there. Might be. There's the Hills with the three. And it's 47-34. 13-point game. Our house fakes. He'll dribble, and he'll back it back out to McManaway. McManaway thought about a three and short hand off the yard house. And coming up on two minutes to go in the game. Over to Yarhouse. He can't handle it. And the ball goes out of the hallway. Out of bounds to Carlisle. Things uh, definitely just not going out of my way, out of my way tonight. And Carlisle's bench can uh, feel it. They sure can. Two minutes to go. And there's going to be a foul on Altamont. If Manaway trying for the steal on the inbounds and that's going to send Carlisle down here to shoot some free throws as the Indians are on the bonus. Carlisle, that is. Fouls on Aiden McManway. That's the second out of fifth of the quarter. So Hills will be at the line. His previous trip, he is one for two. And Hills, the free throw is good. Seven in the game. And Vonnerhaar will check in for Taylor. A little offense defense sub. 14-point game for Carlisle. Make it 15. As Hills makes uh, both free throws. It's 49-34. 
Eli with an under two to go. Eli goes strong to the rim and he's going to be fouled on his way there, so it'll be a shooting foul. Eli Miller will go to shoot free throws as he's hit on the drive there. Eli's first free throw will be off. No good. Back iron too strong. Bonnerhar checks out. Taylor comes in. A foul on Carlisle was on the heels his second. Team's fourth of the quarter. Eli Miller, that free throw is good. One for two there. He's got nine in the game, does Eli. And Davis will sit down and Millville will check back in. But that's a 49 to 35 game. And they're going to call a foul even before Carlisle can inbound it. So we'll be shooting free throws down the other way. There's Tate McManaway picks that one up. That's his third from McManaway. Hills back to the line. Made both of them in his previous trip. And the free throw is good. 15 a point game for Carlisle with the advantage and Stein Camp will take a seat and free throw in and out no good rebounded by Millville as looks like Ethan Gooden checked in on that last sub as McManaway goes to the hole it can't fall but McManaway will go to the line to shoot two as he was fouled in the act of shooting there Fouls on number 34, Max Guthrie. That's his second. Carlisle's fifth quarter. So, McManaway. Free throw up. Is in and out. No good. Been that kind of night for Alphamont. Tough night at the office this evening. As McManaway's. Second free throw will be on the way, and it's good that time. One for two there for McManaway. Yeah, it's six tonight. Millville will take a seat, and Davis will come back in, and they'll call a foul on Altamont again before Carlisle can even inbound it. And I guess it's kind of by design, so no time goes off the clock. And the only problem is, though, that was Eli's fifth foul. Sure was. So he's fouled out. I mean, you're going to be shooting two free throws anyways, no matter what. So in order for Altamont to kind of preserve some time, they just foul someone before they can even get in bounds. And Taylor will be shooting free throws. I guess that's a new strategy implemented here for Coach Dieberge and the new rules for IHSA this year with the fifth foul being automatic bonus. Taylor made the free throw, and it's 51-36. to 36. Well, it definitely looks that way here tonight anyway. And it's a 16-point game. Two for two there for Taylor. And it's 52-35, and he'll take a seed. It's a Vonderhaar in there. Yeah, so got Hills and also Rusher back in as well. And a good one. 52-36, Carlisle. 
as Millville will fire a three-pointer. It's off, uh, and Caden Miller's there for the follow-up and in for Caden. We got 10, and it's 52-38. As Guthrie, high pass, and it'll be a turnover. At Gautzmach. Got that as a 10th turnover for Carlisle. Altamont's got 11. Caden uh, Miller's got a double-double tonight, and she's got... Uh, 10 points and 11 rebounds. Elam drives to his left all the way to the hole. Can't finish, and it's going to be uh, tipped out and go off of Carlisle. So it stays right here with Altamont. Minute 17 to go. Carlisle with the big advantage right now. Altamont inbounds to McManaway. Puts it up. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Taylor. And it's been a tough night offensively uh, for Altamont. Sure has. And it's going to go to Hills. Hills back to sign camp. He'll drive, puts it up, can't get it to fall. Guthrie uh, fights for the rebound, and they're going to call a tie-up and a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow gives it to Altamont with a minute to go. Minutes to go. Altamont looks like they're going to take their second loss. They trail by 14. Elam with it. Up top. Now Elam hands off to McManaway. McManaway will spin, and he almost lost it out to Elam for three. It's good for Dylan Elam. Second made three of the night. And there's going to be a, a timeout. And it's a nine-point game, 52-41, or 11-point game. And we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. We'll be back. You're listening now to my Indians basketball and Jack Evans. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Cross half forward and then it's immediately fouled. And so more free throws coming in for Carlisle and it's going to be uh, who else in the fourth quarter shooting free throws but Aiden Hills. Fouls on Aiden McManaway, his fourth. Quite comfortable there at the line. Already his fourth trip here in the quarter. And the free throw. Makes it 53 to 41. He did 12 before Carlisle. 33.5 left. And the second free throw is also good. And it's 54 to 41. Hills has 11 in the game. Elam, not about shooting, but he handed off to a Millville. Millville with it over to Elam. He'll fire a three, and it's in and out. No good. Rebounded by Guthrie. 16 seconds left, and Altamont will just let him dribble it out here. And uh, so Altamont will come here to a Carlisle and unfortunately be handed their second loss of the season. That's your final as Carlisle wins this one 54-41. to 
as Altamont falls to four and two on the season, and Carlisle seven and one on the uh, season, and uh, they were mighty impressive here uh, this evening. Yes, they were. And so we will be back to wrap this one up. Dominic will have the uh, postgame stats, and we'll uh, catch up with Coach Nieberge as well in the postgame as Altamont Falls here, 54-41, to your final. And we'll be back here in a few minutes to wrap it up here at Carlisle. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball on Jack of Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Well, 
Welcome back here to uh, Carlisle High School as Altamont falls here 54 to uh, 41. And uh, Coach John Neberry has made his way over here to uh, our broadcast position here at Carlisle. And uh, Coach, uh, unfortunately, uh, just uh, not Altamont's night uh, here this evening uh, traveling up here to Carlisle. Yeah, they're long and lanky. They, they troubled us. We can't, we couldn't score. Um, you know, that's on me for, I guess, not having a good enough offense uh, for us to run. Um, uh, you know, you got to be able to shoot the basketball in any offense. So we can't shoot the basketball. You can't, you ain't going to score against anything. Um, we were timid against some length, you know, going the first half. You know, I thought we had some baskets we should have scored around the rim and we we didn't get yeah. the and ones um which you know uh, and then we gave them a lot of and ones uh so it, you know you hold the team to you know i know 54 points we kind of at the end it was a lot of free throws and, but I, yeah. thought we played, I thought we played fine defensively yeah um kind of just stretched it out at the end but gotta be able to score ain't gonna win too many games 41 to 40 or you know if you oh. score 41 points no, and like you said, when we uh, came into the game, we, we saw the height and we saw the length, and uh, you saw there was a factor there in the opening quarter. He only trailed 12 days, though, but uh, Eli Miller hitting that uh, three-pointer uh, there. So that kind of got you a little bit of momentum uh, to go into the uh, second quarter uh, there after that made three. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we had a chance, I think, of ball a couple times. Uh, it was Maybe to take, you know, it was close. It was 19-20, I think, at some point uh, in the second quarter. Uh, and, yeah. we, you know, got to know, got to, got to know a situation. Okay, we got to have a good basket here. We got to, got to read the defense. We got to know what they're doing. They're switching everything. They're, you know, we got a back door. We got to run elbows. But, um, you know, it, 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 that's on me. I got, I got to figure out an offense for this team to score more than 41 points. And then uh, in the third quarter, again, you got it down to a one-point game. Had a lot of momentum uh, coming out of the locker room uh, there, and you had it down to one. And then it was just kind of the air came yeah. out of the sails a little bit after uh, the third quarter ended up being a ten-point game. Yeah, I think the last, last minute, I think we had it within four or three, yeah. I think. And then, boy, we put up some bad shots. Uh, you know, we kind of rushed some shots, and they got six points quick in a game like this man six points is like 15 yeah um you know I, that big travel call in my opinion it was huge we would have been oh yeah one. we yeah. would have been you know it was it swung it's the man. same yeah it was it would have been the same same play as the time before and he would have put us up one and you know yeah maybe maybe tied to turn a little bit and we can kind of relax defensively instead of you know um absolutely turning up the pressure but you know it's not one call that's going to matter and uh, absolutely so, yeah but, uh, you know, third quarter, was it was fine until that last minute again. And, uh, well, you can kind of uh, look at it uh, coming up here again with uh, Carlisle increasing their enrollment, and now they're a uh, uh, 2A school. So uh, we knew it was going to be uh, tough uh, coming in, and we had uh, so much experience coming in as well. They're some underclassmen, but they're underclassmen who played a heck of a lot of basketball. Yeah, they have. Last year. They, they did. They most, of them, most of them are returning. Um you know, and they're all juniors, so I'm yeah. glad they're 2A this year and <laughs> hopefully next. But um, so, but you know, they're a good school. Their their coach, their coach has really got them. Uh, coach Taylor's really got them playing some tough nose defense. You know, they came out and punched you in the nose like that. Yeah, you know, they you know the refs kind of 
get a feel for that. Usually that's us. Usually that's kind of us. And then they're playing hard. They're playing. Carlos playing well. But you know, it would have been a, it would have been a good win to come in here. I I kind of had a yeah. feeling that we had to play really good basketball to get a win because mm-hmm. uh, they you know they're six and one, seven and one now in the season. And yeah, have some really good wins on play Pinckney real really tough. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know we. Uh, we could be four and five going into Sessor really quick if we can't figure out how to shoot the basketball and score. Uh, you do have a little bit of time to uh, try to uh, figure it out. I know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. Uh, with uh, you know, I know uh, a loss uh, quickly, you want to turn around and uh, get that bad taste out of your mouth. But uh, you got a little bit of time to think about it and uh, rest up potentially uh, for a big game on Tuesday. Yeah, Gage's big game is going to be a big seed meeting game. It's going to be, you know, everybody kind of in our conference has played Casey. They kind of play everybody, so it kind of a big gauge. Gage, yeah. Uh, we, we go there. Uh, you know, a tough game. Uh, Coach Brand does good. Um, you know, we get a little week off. Hopefully we can figure some things out. It's kind of a little mini break, and, uh, you know, we'll yeah. figure some things out offensively maybe. Uh Maybe do less dribbling and more shooting, and more trying to trying to figure something out on my end. So I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll uh, it's going to be in the coach's court, you know, next next week, so we're ready to go for for Casey. Yeah, we're looking forward to do that one, coach. But unfortunately, it just wasn't out tonight. Nope. Not, nope. tonight so. You got to play well away. You got to play well on the road. Well, we'll uh, let you go here and get back on uh, going back you. home. And Thank thanks you. for joining us yep. here Thank again. You. And we'll. Uh, pass things over to uh, Dominic and uh, get him back on the headset to uh, wrap this one up. We appreciate Coach Nieberger for uh, making his way uh, over here. And uh, let's run through some uh, stats uh, really quickly as they got the hell alarm blowers out, Dominic. So, no, we better get going blow here. Away. They are going to blow us away. Blow us <laughs> on out of here. First of all, for Carlisle, they went here tonight, 54-41 over Altamont. Jacob Rusher, he was smoking two from field, two for three from three-point range. He's got eight points. Rex Steinkamp, three for 11 from the field, 0 for one from three-point range. But he was perfect from the free-throw line, six for six. He had 12 points. Hills was one for four from the field, one for one from three-point range. And he was uh, six or eight from the free-throw line with 11 points. Hunter Taylor, he was uh, four for eight from the field, 0 for one from three-point range. And he was uh, three for seven from the free throw line with 11 points. Max Guthrie, six for nine from the field with uh, 12 points. He had 12 points, eight rebounds. And uh, for a total of 54 as a team, Carlisle was 15 to 33 from the field for 45%, three of six in three point range for 50%, and 15 for 21 from the line for 71%. They also out rebounded Altamont 24. To 16. Uh, teams were close in turnovers. Alabama had 11. Carlisle had 10. Stats for Alabama they fall here tonight 54 to 41. Alec Yarhouse 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 3 from 3 point range. Caden Davis 0 for 2 from 3 point range. Eli Miller, he was 1 for 4 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3 point range for 9 points. And one for two from the free throw line. Dylan Elam was two for seven from the field, three for six from three point range, and one for two from the free throw line for 14 points. Uh, Cade Millville, he was 0 for one from the three point range, but he was two for two from the free throw line for two points. 
Aiden the Grant away, one for five from the field, and 0 for one from three-point range. But he was uh, four for four for five from the uh, free throw line with uh, six points. Caden Miller five for ten from the field, 0 for one from three-point range. He had ten points and he had double-double in the losing after ten points, eleven rebounds. Alabama as a team, they were nine of twenty-eight in the field. 5 of 18 from three-point range, 27%, 9 of 28 from the field for 32%, and 8 of 11 from the free-throw line for 72.7%. And as Coach Neaver alluded to, just not not much offense. And uh, offense here at night, you got to be able to win on the road. And uh, tough loss, you know, here to uh, Carlisle. Carlisle tonight, but obviously Carlisle is uh, definitely a better team and a different team than we saw last year. Um, you know, they've got, they've got the, uh, tall, they got the length and, uh, you know, that definitely helped them. And, you know, their only, only loss is, uh, to Pinkyville and Pinkyville, you know, they're, they're, they're a great, they're a great team out of, out of Southern Illinois. And, uh, you know, so they're, they're playing some, some great competition as well. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be, uh, be a learning experience for Alamont, you know, down down the road. But uh, you know, like Coach Avery said, you know, kind of got to get back to the drawing board and find find an offense for for this team. Cause, you know, you're not going to win many games. Only putting up 41 points, so uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll definitely get back to the drawing board and draw draw something up for this this team. And uh, they're four and two. I mean, yeah, they could be four and five before they go down to Cesar, but. Uh, you know, hopefully, I don't, I don't think that'll be the case, but uh, we'll see. They get they get a week off before they play again uh, next uh, next Tuesday night. So uh, hopefully, yep. that that rest will do them doing some good, and uh, you know, I'll be back and better than ever. Hopefully, so that is the plan, and uh, we are not done with basketball on the girls' side as we got one more game on a jacket bin this week. It's Altamonte versus the Cowdenhead Beecher City, and there in Altamonte, come out and support the girls. As well, if you can't get there, you can listen here on Jack FM as well as streamed on Huddle as well. So thanks to Carter back in the studios for helping us turn the dials and getting us on and off the air tonight. And that'll do it here from Carlisle. Again, your final score, 54-41, to Carlisle with the win over Altamont. For Dominic Daters, thanks to him for keeping the stats and a color analysis. This is Travis Sparks telling you to have a great rest of your night, everybody. And it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. And have a good night, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.